Welcome to Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. My name is Ben Townsend from bentownsendmusic.net and I'm joined as always by... Sammy D from samtownsendmusic.co Sammy D from samtownsendmusic.co That feels like it's the Ivory Coast. It's not. The Cote de Rhone? No. Cool, give me a clue. Give, okay. me, give me a clue, brother. It's a country in South America. Ah, yes. Colombia. Yeah. Lovely stuff. Should have got that before, really. But hey-ho. Hey on the ho on the Jojo Joe. No, no. You say hey on the ho. I say snow hey-ho on, mm. the, on the ho. And I say welcome to University Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. My name is Ben Townsend from bentownsendmusic.net. I'm joined, as always, by... Sam Townsend from samtownsendmusic.ao. Sam at townsendmusic.ao. <laughs> That sounds like it should be uh, the Asterani Ut. Absolutely. What? <laughs> What's that from? That's from a book, isn't it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> a book, an audio book that we listened to while travelling on a foreign many, holiday many about ago. 25 years ago. Mm. The Asterani Ut. Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so welcome, everybody. Uh, we're thoroughly excited to be recording today. We have just watched a really entertaining game of football. Really entertaining game of football. Uh, Man City versus Liverpool in the FA Cup semi-final. Great fun. We then cooked up some kind of quick chicken stew for you and... Uh, a chicken fricassee, if chicken you will. Fr- yeah, we fricasseed that chicken. And here we are now, ready to talk about the universally speaking Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast latest giveaway. Sam. Yes. Tell me a little bit about your idea. Well, my idea, Ben, was to give away, have a second giveaway... When we reach 500 Twitter followers. Okay, all right. We currently sit at 432. How's that being updated? So. 433. Ah, we've picked up an extra extra follower, so we're moving that much closer to the giveaway. Yep. The give it away, give it away, give it away now. The give it away now this time, give it away now too, is for one lucky listener, uh, in fact, one lucky Twitter follower to win a Universally Speaking the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast tablecloth. It certainly is. If you follow us, you will have seen this tablecloth on Twitter. Yes, and now you have a chance to win one. All you have to do... Well, let's announce the name of the competition, because it's tablecloth-based. Yes, the name of the competition is Suck Suck My my Cloth. cloth. So, (laughs) and as, as we are wont to do, we then start thinking about other... Things that you could replace with the word cloth. So I could have cloth was one of mine. Under the cloth. Yep. Um, mellow ship, slinky and B cloth. Cloth me baby. Uh, yeah, ooh. Um, God, I know a lot of red hot chili peppers on. Yeah. I'm really struggling. Cloth. I love my lovely cloth. Yeah. And of course, cloth. <laughs> yes. uh, which is gets us to the, the, the nexus, the, the point of this whole conversation. The crux, if you will. The crux, not the nexus. What... You need to do in order to win this wonderful tablecloth. It's of a certain size. It's not this one. I will be ordering another one. Yes, of course, yeah. It's not this, uh, this crinkly one that, we, that needs ironing. But it will hopefully be exactly the same as this one. It's the brilliant design that our, our wonderful ambassador, Mr Tom Pope, did for us, where he has changed the Unlimited Love logo into the uh, University Speaking podcast logo. That's correct, Beth. It's an absolute belter of a cloth. It is, <laughs> and you have a chance to win one. All you have to do... Magic cloth. ...is... We have thought of a one-word song... Guitar ...which cloth. from now on will be known simply as cloth. That's right. We've got one in mind. All you have to do is tweet in hashtag... 
Suck My Cloth. Suck My Cloth. With the name of the one word Red Hot Chili Peppers song, which you think we have chosen. And we are representing with the word cloth. Yes. The lucky, the, the first person to guess the song that we have indeed chosen will win the Suck My Cloth. It's a cloth. You don't have to suck it. Quick question. You can, though. Is this when we get to 500 listeners we're going to do this? Yeah. Because this feels like an early announcement, given that we're on 433. We'll just do it straight away, shall we? Yeah, sod it. All right, we're doing it immediately. Yeah, screw it. We're doing it to celebrate 433. (laughs) So, email it, tweet in with your one-word song title, hashtag suckmycloth, and you could be the proud owner of a Red Hot Chili Peppers... Universally speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast, Tablecloth. You certainly could be, and what a time it is to be alive. It's going to be wonderful. Hashtag suck my cloth. Send us in. Beautiful. We are, of course, uh, part of the Deep Dive Podcast Network. We are indeed. On the very said Twitters. Proud to be affiliated with these lovely people. And, of course, should you want to uh, find them on Twitter? Please do. Please, please do. The Deep Dive Podcast Network is, of course, at... Deep Dive Pod Net. So have a look for that. Have a look for that. And by God, if you want to be an ambassador, the ambassadorship program is going great guns. We've had two new ambassadors this week alone. Just this week, I've po- I've posted off two badges: one to Australia and one to the US of A. Yes. So please email in. It's bloody great. Ben Townsend Music we at hotmail.com. Ben Townsend Music. We get together six times a year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And our, our next meet, of course, is in Rochdale. No, you're, you're mistaken there. Our next meet is actually a real one in, in Manchester and ah, London. in Manchester and London. And followed by the, the Rochdale, the Rochdale meet. meeting. We will, of course, be providing the punch, as we've discussed before. We shall indeed. Not in Rochdale. So, uh, you know, supply your own booth. Yep, exactly. But in London and Manchester, there will be a bowl of punch spiked with both pleasure and, and vodka. vodka and pain. And paint. Not pleasure. Not pleasure. No, we're not paying any pleasure in it. You're, you're not going to... There'll you're, be no fun or pleasure at these meetups. You're coming for pain and, and pain vodka. alone. Well, and vodka. And vodka. <laughs> yes. Of course you are. So, that's good news. Uh, now, the latest addition to the Ambassador Programme is the potential, and I use that word advisedly... Good. ...the potential that each badge sent out will have a wax seal. That's true. You seem to have developed an obsession with wax seals. I have. Uh, I bought my wife... And we're not talking about seals made of wax. No, not the animals. (laughs) Although, you know... I think nothing would look classier than if we bought a bespoke podcast wax seal stamp. Yes, stamp. And when ambassadors wrote in, we sealed up that letter with a wax seal. Mm. Present. What? With a wax seal present. No, the wax will be more than present. It will be waxing and sealing. Yes. No, the wax will be waxing. But I think now, I think we should also now buy a, a life-size wax seal. Oh, you want the actual seal? Fine. <laughs> yeah. If you'd like us to buy a life-size wax seal... Please email in... <laughs> BenTownsOwnMusic.com w- <laughs> or, or tweet us, hashtag, wax it up, you seely mothers. <laughs> yes, please do. Seely is, of course, S-E-A-L-Y. Uh, if you'd like us to buy a life-size wax seal, hashtag wax it up, you silly mothers. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay. Today we are talking about something that is very, very close to my heart, Sam. Is it? Yeah. What, the Red Hot Chili Peppers? It's yes. <laughs> <laughs> a shock departure for the podcast. Yeah. One of the things that I was most excited about when the new album was announced, and of course when John rejoined, was the potential of seeing them perform live together again. 
as yes. this as this unit. Of course, the four piece unit, uh, which we have known over the years. Well, it's not even a four piece unit anymore, is it? With additional musicians on stage. No. Sometimes it's a four piece. Sometimes it's a five piece. Sometimes it's a six piece. Yes. It's a number of pieces being used you know, under the umbrella title Red Hot Chili Peppers. Correct. So I was hugely excited to watch them play live music again. We have been treated to some live performances. We have live at the Fonda Theatre. We've had that. We're going to talk about four songs from that performance. Do you know what they are? Yes. Please, pray tell. Pray tell, he says to a man who has to open his book to find out what they are. The first song that we are going to do is Here Ever After. We're then going to do Aquatic Mouth Dance. Yes. We're going to do Not The One. And yes. we're going to do Snow. So yes. we're not just doing the modern songs, but we are covering them off. Because the other interesting thing is seeing how they're interpreting the songs, the older songs, now that John's back. Well, I said to you just yesterday, didn't I, as we were driving down the road, isn't it lovely to see them doing Walking some, on down some the of the older tracks? Yes, lovely to see. It really is lovely to see. Yes. And you said... Yes. Yes. What else are we doing? Ah, we're doing what some of the oh, amazing the performances two, on Howard. Two TV shows. Yeah, we, no, we're going to do the Howard Stern performances of Give It Away and Under the Bridge. Yes. We are going to then talk about the rooftop performance on Fallon or Kimmel. Well, both. In fact, we're doing both of those. Oh, no, well, no, the rooftop the roof, and the studio. Oh, these are top. the ways. Yeah. And then we're doing this, the other Jimmy's version of Black Summer. Black where Summer. The Swan and Chad are wearing those wonderful neon things. Well, you know, neon is the new denim. Certainly That's what is. They say. Certainly is. And I love a bit of denim. You do, and as a result of that, you've gone big into neon. I used to, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, shall we crack Is there anything else that we've forgotten to cover in this administration section? I don't think so. I think we've covered it all off. Deep so, Dive Podcast Network. Deep Dive, Get enter the competition. Enter the competition. The table suck my cloth could be yours. Hashtag suck my cloth. And then... I'm going to have to order this cloth now, now that we've done it immediately. I thought I had a bit more time. <laughs> right, uh, tweet in. Hashtag Slap My Cloth with the one word song that you think we're thinking of. We have decided which it is. We so, have already. Is it the one that we said earlier? It's the one that you said in the lounge while we were watching the football. Okay, fantastic. Uh, we've talked about uh, other things and I think we're ready to listen to some music. We are, shall we? We shall. We come up here ever after. Yes. Enjoyed that, the Fonda. Yeah, I enjoyed it, Ben. I, I, there's a song, of course, second song on the album. Yeah, yeah. The sophomore track on the album. And I do enjoy it, I have to say. I enjoyed it. I just said to you, I feel that there is room on that song, and especially on these live performances, yes. for a little bit of backing from John on the... She, on the, where the swan singer, she's the kind of girl. John, yeah. she's the kind of girl. Ha, ha. It's un- that would, I think that would really work really well. Yeah, it, I think you're right, and I think it would give it that extra, that extra something just live, to li- just to lift it because the swan does brilliantly on this song. I think yeah, yeah. from going to the, the the more rapt delivery of the verses into the more singing delivery yeah. of the chorus. Yes, but it doesn't lift. 
particularly. No, it, it, I think, actually, that's one thing I noticed listening to it there. It just kind of flows over you like a. a I think a I wave. said it was a texture. I think I described it in my notes as a texture or a, a feeling. <laughs> let, me, let me have a look. But, but, but undoubtedly, a, a great performance of it there. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's still not one of my favourite songs particularly. No, it's not one of my favourite songs now. It's, a, it's a, a decent song. Yeah. I've got nothing against it at all. But if you had said to me that they would, they would be coming back playing that well, I would have snapped your hand off. Would you? Oh, God, that sounds painful. <laughs> yeah, well, it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Swan... Yeah, well, I've written here, this song is more of a texture slash a feeling. Mm, what does that mean? I don't really know. Were you drunk when you wrote that? No, it was earlier today. At oh. about half past ten in the morning. And even I, after last night's shenanigans... Oh, my word. Did not want to drink beer at half past we ten. We had one hell of a time last night. Uh, well, your wife had been down the pub and had five cocktails. We'd been in the garden. Yes, we had, drinking some beer. Drinking some beer. As is our way. <laughs> and before we knew it, it was... it, it was Your neighbours, crucially, were were, were, not, were away, out. so we ramped it up to full volume and stayed up till midnight. Half past midnight, I left. Half past midnight. Half past midnight, wow. age 44. Wow. So loud was it, you had to go into your internal settings of your system to turn it up louder. Do you yes. remember doing that? Yes, Because the soundbar wasn't loud enough. No, that's right. And that computer's definitely not loud enough. I mean, you can barely, we can barely make that out there. That's a, a problem. It is an ongoing problem, but we, we're having to live with it. Life we is don't not need, always... No, 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 we don't need to live with it. What we should do is the buy... The only a, solution is to buy a new laptop. No, Smash that one against the wall and buy a new one. It's not. You just get an a, a independent amp and then just have it... Is that the, cheaper? Yeah. The headphones uh, run out of... Can, an indie amp? Yeah, like a post amp. Well, it's not like a, a post preamp. amp. No, it, because it's coming out... Oh, a post amp. Yeah, so it's coming out of the signal. The signal chain is going computer, yeah. amp, to it, us. And we can turn that up. We're not going to do Gordon, that. No, no, Gordon, Gordon's got one. All so right, it's fine. probably up at, up at Mum's. All right, fine. We'll bring that in for next time. Yeah, 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 sure. And we really must, because we used to listen to music at maximum volume. We did, but we've got to think about our ears, Ben. Mm, yeah. We've got to protect them. Right, well, I've got some information on the, uh, the pedals John's using, Yes. the amps that John's using. Go on. Uh, the, the drums. The, oh, we've got some brilliant notes from Jack on Chad's new drum kit set Are you going to break them out? Shall I break out Jack's notes now? Please do. Fine, I will. In order to do that, I need to pick up my phone, unlock it, go into... I think it's, it's worth just mentioning that the swan got through that song without making any mistakes. No, it's great. You do see him checking out the bits a couple of times, especially on the... Uh, I can't remember which section it was, but he's... he's look, I mean, look, it's songs, we're happy it's with songs like that that, that are going to trip him up. Yeah. But he did not get tripped up on this occasion. I'm so happy that he's... That he's checking it out and he's he's getting the words right. I'm so happy with the way they're performing. What do you think is is leading to this sort of renewed live quality? When we say renewed live quality, we may as well say what we actually mean, which is a renew a, a really really good live performances from this one. Yeah. Okay. Because Chad's not gone away. No. Even actually, we say that that his drumming is on another level than what it has so been. So it's, li- it's a renewed live, live quality. quality. Yeah. So Flea's, what, Flea's always value for money. Of course. Josh yeah. was always value for money. Yes, of course. John was always value for money. But the, but their live performances thus far have been have have exceeded my expectation. Oh, it's it's amazing. The so what do you think so is good. leading to this renewed live quality? It's not leading to it. It's led to it. Okay. We're here. Okay. Fine. 
We're asking you about the South trip. What, what do what? you put it down to? I put it down to a couple of things. Go on, because, yeah, I can imagine what you're going to say. The, the return of John... The return of John Fushante, yeah. ...has led to a new vigour, a new spring in the step. A new verve. But also, two years out. Yeah. Covid's led to this massive gap where there hasn't been any live performances, and I think they're just coming back with renewed live quality. Hmm. What's led to it? Who knows? Is it leading to it? No, we're there. But they're sounding fucking amazing. Oh. Yeah, and I mean that. You did mean it, yeah. I did mean that. So let's get to chat. This is simply entitled Chad's Kit, and it's by Jack Johnson. So okay. it's a lovely... It's a, su- a, su- a succinct... Succinct. Succinct. Title. Succinct. Succinct. Does everything that you need a title to do. What's it about? Chad's Kit. I should point out that this is all a rough estimate. I'm only going by what we can see in the videos that have been released so far. And this... Honesty. That's nice, isn't it? Straight up. Honesty. He's saying that could be wrong, eh? It's the best policy. For the last two tours, there's been kit tours updated to various drum YouTube channels with Chad's tech, Chris Warren. So let's keep an eye out for when when the world tour starts. During the getaway, Chad moved from using Pearl kits to DW Drum Workshop. I'm not sure the exact models and sizes of DW kit he's currently using, but to be honest, it looks like a total custom job. He also uses Sabian cymbals. I think they're the AA or AAX models. Okay. Thoughts on that? Just, just off the top of your head, which one do you think it is? AA. Yeah, OK, well, I'm going to go AA as well. Oh, you are? Well, why mm. don't you go AAX and then we're going to... So you're going that. Alcoholics Anonymous and I'm going Alcoholics Anonymous Extreme. Yeah, which is... Oof. Oh, yeah, which is what we need, frankly. <laughs> From looking at the appearances on Howard Stern and the Too Late shows, it looks like he's using his regular kit, kick drum, one snare, one rack tom, two floor toms, hi-hats, two crash cymbals, a ride cymbal and a china cymbal, but with some extra toys in there too. Now, I call one of his extra toys that swirly cymbal. Mm. For starters, there's an extra crash on Chad's right-hand side, so I make that two crashes to his right and three in total. He also has what looks like a very small china cymbal on top of his already big china cymbal. This usually creates a stack symbol. Bit of a weird one, if you ask me. Is Chad's signature, Chad's signature, holy China symbol, Google it if you want to look at it, was created to sound loud and thrashy. Stack symbols are usually, usually Frankenstein together to sound loud and trashy. So not sure of the thought process behind this one. Do you know where he keeps his China symbol? Uh, go on. The dark side of the moon. <laughs> Lovely. That's, that's really nice. That's really nice. The newest and weirdest addition to his kit is the spiral symbol over his left shoulder. This ah. is an effect symbol, again designed to sound trashy. It's also, as far as I'm aware, only designed by Zildian, which is weird. Cause Christ, do you call him Zildian? What do you call him? Zildjian. Zildjian? I've always said Zildian. I know there's a J in there. Yeah. Mm. Well, who knows? But oh, I find just... Zildjian. Well, no, and I actually... Well, if you say Zildjian, I'll say Zildian. OK. Chris, do you say Zildian? Yeah, what do you say? <laughs> Zildjian. Zildjian? <laughs> yeah, I know there's a J in there. Oh, well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> Which is weird, because Chad's a Sabian in, in Dorsey. Chris, do you say Sabian? What do you say? Sabian? No, no, yeah, Zebian. But I suppose when you're Chad Gaylord Smith, you can get anything. You can. You can. Well, A, he can either afford it, or B, he gets... Given it, or or C, he just used a circular cutter to droop his his own symbol. Christ, that's that's surely the least likely of all the all the outcomes. I really can't see any practical use for this symbol other than it looks mental and kind of cool on stage. 
he'll hit it at the end of a song in random jams for effects more than practicality. Yeah, he does use it at the end of the song, uh, certainly on House Stone. I think he uses it at the end of Under the Bridge to just kind of do that. I mean, why you would want a... Uh, who knows? Anyway. We'll ask him when he comes up. Huh? Certainly will. Also, to his left, Chad has an auxiliary snare. I notice this. A second snare. Just in case. Oh, Justin. It's <laughs> Justin's back. So he's, he's a touring um, member. Of? The kit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Justin Case is a touring member of the kit. Yes. So he's got an auxiliary snare, a slightly smaller snare than his main one, that will have the snare wire taken off, used a lot in reggae music. Also, for those Insidious fans listening, it's the way that Eddie on, you know, the song Loaded... I do, yeah. You will be literally the only person who I say those words to that knows what it is, unless... Uh, well, no, I know for a fact that there's a couple of people who listen who know what that is. Yeah. Uh, Eddie used that, had an auxiliary snare with the wire taken off. Right, so it's not a spare snare. No, it's an auxiliary snare. Sure. Roto toms, so he's got those rotos, flat-faced drums with high pitch, uh, with high pitch and can be tuned really tight. Again, more for fucking around than for actual practical use during songs. Octobands, small in diameter but long and thin toms. Mm. You saw them, didn't you, Sam? Seen them. Yep. Again, used for effects and more fucking around. On the Iron With You and Getaway Tours, Chad had a huge timpani. Timpani. <laughs> <laughs> had a huge timpani behind his kit, which I'm sure he'd only used twice during the set. God bless the poor drum taker out to unload that thing every night. That looks like it's been replaced with an upright kick drum. From what I remember, he used to do a massive orchestral roll on it during the Under the Bridge outro and the By the Way outro when it ended their set. Be interesting to see if he does that with this. Mm. Lastly, it looks like there's a weird horn-looking Tom. Have you seen this? It's a weird kind of L-shaped one. I haven't Very seen strange. it, but I will keep an eye out will, for it this will. time. Similar to the Octobands on his right-hand side in between his two floor toms, but placed slightly higher up so it doesn't get in his way. I have no idea what this will sound like and where it will be useful. Again, it seems like another toy for him to play with when they're jamming and improvising. Right, so a lot of these are jamming toys. Interesting to see his kit get bigger over the last few tours. Doesn't sound like he's using any of these extra bits and pieces on the record, apart from maybe the new crash symbol on the right-hand side. So it seems Possibly like the timpani. Yeah, the timpani, conceivably, <laughs> and the zildian symbol. <laughs> so it seems like there's a lot, a lot of improvising when they're playing live. That's what they're good at. Looking forward to seeing them doing their thing. Thank you, Jack, for doing your thing. Thank you, Jack. And Jack... Quick question. Are you coming to the... I know, I know the answer. Jack's coming to London, isn't he? Uh, is he or is he coming to Manchester? Uh, unknown. Jack? Well, Manchester's closer. Email in, bentanzomusic at hotmail.com. Yeah, well, whichever, whichever one you're going to, and I think it's London. Or, or just message me. We'll, whatever. We'll see you there. Yeah, we will see him there. Lovely, and it'll be lovely to see him there. I'll probably turn up with an Oxo band. And I'll turn up with a timpani. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh Christ. Christ. Hang on, I need to have mouthful That's of beer. what happens when you, carry, you have to carry a timpani halfway up country. Do your sponsorship while I have mouthful I of beer. I am proud and pleased to announce a repeat sponsor, a four-pack this time, from Vocation uh, Special Edition. It's a delightful beer with a little turtle on the front. And uh, I have tried it live on air once, but I'll do it again. Here it goes, into the mouth. It's as soft as an eel. Ooh. And it has a mouthfeel... Of a cloud. Mm. As waxy as a seal. It's as waxy as a seal. As uh, soft as an eel. And as soft <laughs> as an eel. So that's great. It's lovely. I recommend you try it. It's 5.2, so it's reasonably friendly. And uh, it's, it's lovely. It really is. So I've got I, four of those. Well, I once again am really thrilled to announce I'm sponsored by 
these kind of low-grade lollies that turned up on the table at work. Orange lolly? Yeah. Big orange lolly. It's not even big. Uh, no, small orange lolly. <laughs> yes. So thank you, small orange lolly, for sponsoring me. Well, he's there for you. Oh, uh, isn't he, Justin? Have T? you got any other flavours? Yeah, I've got small blackberry lolly. Blackberry, not blackcurrant. It's blackcurrant. Okay, what's the difference? One's a berry, one's a currant. Okay. So, let's move on. Yeah. Shall we? Uh, you'll notice that we're listening to the upload of the full show by Lucid on YouTube. Mm, yeah. So there's a timestamp here at 1547. Well, let's talk a bit more about the songs. Yeah, well, I was going to say, at 1547, John's playing quite a cool outro solo. You get those tried and tested triplets. Yes. I noticed also at the beginning of the song, he's not got his... Um, Correct distortion pedals on. Oh, I saw that, yeah. He saw so it starts a bit quiet, so then he goes over, and as soon as he hits that next pedal, the feedback starts coming in, yeah. starts working a lot better. I will have a talk about how John is using distortion and overdrive pedals mm. later on in the show. Oh, you will? Yeah, I will. Okay, yeah, You have to stop me. I wouldn't want to, but no. I'm looking forward to it. Cool. It's one of the talks I'm most looking forward to. Okay, a TED talk on John's pedals. <laughs> yeah. So, shall we move on to... I mean, I've got little else to say, really. About Rate that, it out of ten. That now, performance? Yes. OK, I'll give that a seven. Yeah, I think that's fair. I'll up it to an eight. Fine. I would like to have seen that just a bit that bit of backing vocal, which I, which well, I think would have worked well. <laughs> as we said earlier, um, John said on the Broken Record podcast episode that he listened to this song and didn't feel that it needed any backing vocals. Mm. Uh, and it was only later on that he he read the lyrics and was a big fan of the lyrics. Yeah, he loved them. So. Loved them. So also, if we may as well quickly give him a quick plug, uh, we were lucky enough and honoured to be contacted by Broken Record Podcasts, uh, the Broken Record Podcast. Yes. And uh, we have done a little episode where we promote those interviews that were done with Rick Rubin. Yes. So uh, go and check them out. One, if you haven't listened to them, really interesting and in-depth information about pretty well, much all ev- manner of things. All manner of things. All manner of all things. Manner of things are HCP. So if that's your bag, which I think it probably Presumably is. Presumably if you've got this far into this uh, particular chest. Go and check board. it out if you haven't already. But you probably have. Mm. Yeah, you probably have. But nevertheless, let's promote Rick Rubin more. Yeah. Christ. He's been there, you know, throughout. Well, apart from when he got replaced by Brian... Danger Mouse. Whatever his surname is. Burton. There you go. Right. Well, shall we crack on to the next song in our list, which is Sam. Would you be interested to know what it is? I would love to know, Ben, yes. It is Live at the Jane, Aquatic Mouth Dance. Live at the Jane? Jane Fonda. Ah, I'm with you, yes. Uh, Live at the... Peter? Peter, yes. (laughs) Peter Fonda. Yes. Aquasius Mouth Dancius. Aquatic Mouth Dancers. We slide down the lovely water side of Aquatic Mouth Dance and into that bottom pool where you erupt out of the tube. Sam, what did you make of that particular 
performance of that particular chessboard. Which it which was, of course, Aquasius Mathdancius. Certainly was, and we erupted from the tube. And what do you make of it? <laughs> I it's a song that I like. Yeah. I like more than um Here Ever After. Yeah. Okay. Overall. And yeah, again. Yeah. Man, I think that's a fantastic performance. Yeah. It's yeah. This one's again, the swan's pretty much on point. He's yes. doing what, he's doing his best with a little bit of a difficult situation in the chorus, as I think we spoke about yes, quickly on the previous We episode. have touched on this. Where this lacks a little bit of something for me when it's done live like this is it's not got all of the horns and that kind of jazzy, funky, weird arrangement uh, that that makes it gives it that something else. That's that je ne sais quoi. That's the problem. No, I know what it is. Oh, what is it? It's the horns. Ah. <laughs> I still love you, je ne sais pas pourquoi. Uh, yes. Uh, will you... No. Um, Voulez-vous coucher avec moi? Oui. No. <laughs> <laughs> Ce soir? Uh, no, it's uh, ce soir. Yes, indeed. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know what that means, that Sam asked if I would sleep with him. <laughs> <laughs> and I, he agreed. I, I, went <laughs> I went for it. I went for it. Yeah. So, and also on the chorus, you have that descending line where they're singing, and John's doing the backing vocals as well. Turn it up, Sam. But it does lack the 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 horn. The, the I horns couldn't make John out. No, he's a little bit quiet on some of this some of this performance. You know, we were watching Slain last night. He certainly wasn't quiet on that. Oh, buddy boy. No, he certainly wasn't. Just, that, you just reminded me that we watched Slain. Yeah, we watched several songs. Yeah, we did. Scar Tissue, by the but way. At one point, you were riding my back. I was. I was. <laughs> There's a photo of that. Yes. I don't know why I was on the floor on all fours. But I think you... I told you to get on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very obedient. Yes, you are. <laughs> but you won't sleep with me. No, 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 it's for legal reasons. <laughs> <laughs> now, let's first of all pick up on the most important thing here. The swan doesn't say black cherry correctly. Black cherry? Yes. When he's talking about his jam and his breakfast. Oh, right, He yes. says the sourdough toast, the egg, the of egg. course, and the black cherry jam. Yes. Now, surely it's black cherry jam. Well, and he claims to, that he has duck fat duck, butter. Right, duck fat butter. I looked that up on the internet. I couldn't... Uh, quickly. Of course, if you're a multi-millionaire, you can afford to eat eggs on sourdough toast with duck fat butter and black cherry jam no, every day. black cherry jam. Yeah. Someone's going to blend you that butter. Well, presumably a duck. <laughs> yeah, a big fat duck. A duck. <laughs> yeah, a duck it's just slices some fat off its own... Body. Body. And blends it into butter for Anthony. Presumably lays the eggs. He didn't specify whether they were duck eggs or not. Oh, Anthony lays the eggs. No, the duck. Right. Okay, the yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, the duck he, chef. He, he, I think what Anthony would go for is a quail's egg. Oh, they're very small. Yeah. yeah. So he's got a big bit of sourdough toast. I mean, for two, if you're having two chicken's eggs, which presumably, you know, no one has less than two, do they? Uh, no one with any sense. Um, you're going to need six quail's eggs. Yeah, that's fine. Because he just lets the steam do the work. Yeah, he claims that he he kind of uses a process which seems to be akin to frying the egg with a lid on. So I'd be surprised if that man uses any oil in the process. Yeah, well, you don't need to, do you? Not if you've got a nonstick pan, just heat it up, chuck it in, put bit, the lid a on, bit of duck fat, mm. butter, and some black cherry jam. <laughs> yeah, and you're off to the races. Sourdough toast. Well, just prepare yeah. it all in in the pan. Lovely. Anything else to say for this one? Um, I have actually. Now that I look at my notes, sure. 
The Swan does some great work movement-wise here. Yes. Uh, there's one point where it's a, on the Lucid upload of the full show at 25.20, he breaks from his singing, the band move into a just a musical section, and Swan runs around a bit like a scared baby. Mm. Doesn't know where to go. Looks terrified. Well, he, he's always dealing with the ever-present threat of forgetting the, the words. That's right, that's right. He but is. he doesn't seem to do it anymore. Uh, well, he does. Yeah. But it's, I think it's going to be less often. Less of an issue. But maybe it will come with fatigue when they hit the road in a big way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this is what I'm thinking. He's very, very energetic during these performances. Because they're only edited in one a week. Yeah. So will that kind of tail off? He does lovely square movements. He, he does a little dinosaur dance as well. Yeah, like a stage. T-Rex. Yeah. Or like a, a very like a, a swan-sized velociraptor, mm. and by swan I mean the person, not the actual swan, not the animal. Yeah, yeah. Be what too do small. they say uh, when the velociraptor pops out in Jurassic Park? What do you say? No, the man. Uh, something like clever girl. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. He Some, knows it's game over. Yeah, and it is game over. He's been stalked. There's the cookie. The cookie. So, anything else to say about this one, mate? Brilliant, good song, great performance. Um, is it me or is John slightly more stationary? Well, this is this is where I was slightly concerned on these Fonda videos. Yes. Because John was more stationary. He was a bit quiet. He seemed a bit reserved. Yeah. Some of the guitar work wasn't what I was... We talked about this on the album release because the Fonda stuff was out then, I think. It was. We, we watched it then. He wasn't, he wasn't classic John Frusciante. We can talk about some other performances. Specifically, for me, it's the Howard Stern Give It Away you would, performance. You were, you were very which I think impressed is by Phenomenal. Those. Phenomenal. And, you know, when we talk about that, I will be saying things like, oh my God, John's back. He's back, baby. Okay, so we're going to move on to Not the One at yes. the Fonda. I'm going to talk a little bit about John's uh, amplifier life. Are you going to do that first. now? Yeah, I'm going to talk about his um, distortion and overdrive pedals and his pedal setup when they play Giveaway on Howard, because there's a really clear example of something that he does on the Howard Stern performance. Okay. Quick run through his guitars that we use for recording for this album. And I say thank you uh, to Justin Jeske for this, the YouTube channel. Really, really informative stuff on there. He's broken down loads of Frusciante um, topics recently. Jay Jesk. Jay Jesk, yeah, or uh, Justin Jay. Mm, yeah. Really good. I suggest you go and, and look there. It sounds like I know him. I don't. I've just watched his YouTube no, channel. No, I thought, yeah, so you're thanking him. Yeah. Uh, he'll never know, of course. No, he probably won't. So, unless... And he... Jay Jesk, if you are listening... Justin Jay. Please tweet us. Yeah. Hashtag suck my, my cloth. cloth. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll take it from there. So, uh, 62 Strat, of course. And he's had a hum cancelling system installed. This is very, very interesting because one you'll have heard the phrase humbuckers. Of course, yes. For pick, hum, humbucking pickups. Single coil pickups such as you'll find on a Strat uh, or a Tele do tend to hum. Mm. So this There hum, is some electricity there. This hum cancellation system that he's installed, yeah. just on the face of it, yeah. would appear to be... No, it's uh, inside. Uh, yes, but it would appear to be an attempt to cancel... I think he's trying to cancel that, or buck some hum. That hum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And is it effective? Unknown. Well, I haven't heard any hum. No. But you potentially did in some earlier performances before it had the hum cancelling well, system. Yeah, exactly. You don't tend to hear so How much big hum. is it? It's 
a certain size? And it's inside the guitar? Uh, that, yes, yes, that's right. Okay, so it's, no, it's certainly no bigger than the guitar itself. No, 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 it can't be. <laughs> <laughs> he's playing the 55 Maple Strat as well. He's changed the pickups on that one, apparently. God, he's been... I see what he's been doing with his time. 61 Fiesta Red Strat, well, he's been changing pickups and bucking hum. Mm. The Yamaha SGs that he used a lot on a lot of the solo work for overdubs on the album. Not Obviously not going to see them so much um, coming out. No, they are humbucking guitars. Yes. Or they're humbucking pickups on those guitars. So apparently on the album, when you're listening, it's mainly the right side is the Strat work. Right. And the left side is the, uh, the Yamaha or the, his Yamaha, one of his Yamaha SGs. So that'd be interesting to listen back. You can think of songs like Black Summer, where there are overdubs, mm. and specifically it's right there. So I don't know how true this is. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm presuming it's where true. Where did you take it from? Is this all from JJ's? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we, <laughs> we only operate with people who are called JJ. <laughs> Yeah. Apart so, from AH, of course. Well, apart from all the people that are. Yeah, well, apart, from all the people, <laughs> apart from all the other people you operate with. I mean, that, is a, that is a loose uh, a statement based very loosely, in fact. It's a lie. <laughs> it's too, is that 2% again? It's an outright lie. <laughs> um, Fender Jags as well, of course. He's certainly um, used his orange 62 Jaguar. Yes. On this album. And he said for Unlimited Love that he's focusing more on the neck pickup. That's the, sound, the thicker sound. That's the thicker sounding pickup. Mm. It's the pickup that I love to use. It's such a rich tone. Uh, and by the way, Cali, he was kind of more using the bridge pickups, which is a thinner, kind of more glassy sound, I would say. Whereas I would say that the neck pickup is a thicker, more kind of marshmallow of a, of a noise. Okay. <laughs> so that's very sort of abstract descriptions. And recording for Unlimited Love, he, I know this is a live episode, but I did write this down. Of course, he's got the Marshall Silver Jubilee and the Marshall Major, which he's used for years. Uh, both, are these, are these are amps now, I'm assuming? Uh, th- yes, they are the Amplify Heads. And he's got... Um, you see him at the Fonda using it as a full-stack format. Yes. So that's, that's um, two cabs. An FSF. Yeah, exactly. So that's 16 speakers there, 16 Celestian speakers, I think. Now, I believe if... if um, <laughs> we'll <have to> go- <laughs> <laughs> this is all bollocks. Oh, potentially. It's all true. <laughs> it's all true. 1960 ca- 1960s cabs with uh, Celestian G1275s. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, that's it. Enjoy. That, that's, that's the truth. Lovely stuff. We can talk about this when he comes on. <laughs> okay, good work, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> now, apparently he wasn't using the... Um, I'll move on to the live stuff, the live amp work. Okay, brilliant. O- on these gigs, from the best of my understanding... From <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 From what we saw on Howard, Fallon, Kimmel and the Fonda. Yes. He was using that 200 watt Marshall Major. (laughs) (laughs) Instead of the second head being a Marshall Jubilee, he was apparently using a Marshall J&B 2203, a (laughs) 220-03. Now that's the amp that preceded the JCM 800. (laughs) (laughs) 
getting as bad as me. The JCN twenty two oh three. It's from the mid to late seventies. Sixties cabs, of course. It's probably those Celestian G twelve seventy fives again. Um, only the B cab, mm. uh, the floor, the, the flat faced um, cabs that sat on the floor are mics. Yes. In either of those configurations. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> That's the information. Apparently, later on, though, I've just I did while we were listening to Aquatic Math Dance, mm. I did look at um, uh, Justin Jeske's page games. He's uploading a lot of stuff. It looks like the oh, silver. It? it looks like the Jubilee's back. Mm. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know what that what that means. But, no. uh, presumably, it's good news. I, I don't think it's bad news. <laughs> no. So. <laughs> No, well, yeah. no, that's good to hear. So, um, well, we should, is, does it need an emergency episode, or should we just to Jubilee's it? back? Yeah. No, I think we've covered it. We off can there. just let I it know, covered it off by saying, <laughs> just <laughs> saying the Jubilee's back. Yeah, uh, that's it. Anyway, okay. he didn't right. even do the noise. Uh, what the emergency episode noise? Yeah. Whoop 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 whoop. Ah uh, ah uh, yeah. Roll it. Go go. Rap with me. <laughs> Let's freestyle rap. Here oh. you go. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you go, and then I'll I'll respond. So, so it's a rap battle. Yes. Okay. It <laughs> came out of the blue. It did. I'm a rapper. You're a slapper. Yeah, but I say rap and you say slap. But guess what I say? I throw it right back. Back at me, I'll bat it away. Because I can rap in a strange way. And I can rap every day, all day, two weeks. I ain't weak and I will turn the other cheek. If somebody comes up me in a rap battle, I'll buy a cow. And then I'll have some cattle. <laughs> Cattle's useful if you like milk. If you don't, get some silk. I do like milk. I do like milk. <laughs> yes, I like mother's milk. That's an album by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. What rounds with peppers? Steppers. Hot stepper. Here comes a hot stepper. Etc. Etc. rhymes with Electra. Electra means a flow of electrodes. No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> next, next song is not the one. <laughs> Hillingly out of Not the One. Oh Christ! Is that a reference to the film Notting Hill? No, or the place? Yes. I, no, it was the film. Oh, okay. And the place, which in itself is a reference to the place, uh, which also ties back to the film. Mm. Now, I love. I went to the pub, the Castle, on uh, Portobello Road. Did you? Yeah. When? On my honeymoon with my uh, wife. Okay, so a while ago. Yeah, I mean, it was. <laughs> it wasn't yesterday. It was a decade or more. Yeah, it was. It was eleven years ago. 
if you like this kind of incessant nonsense about Notting Hill, then do please do a review on the podcast platform of your choice. Yes. We, when we get reviews, we're always very, very grateful. And we realise that what we should do is, being, is ask people to do this and read some of the reviews. Yes, we received a lovely review this week, which Ben is about to read. We got it from somebody in the United States of America. That's the US of A for those people who certainly is. aren't necessarily from the United States of America. It's from somebody called Cindery Lokcha. Now, I've got that wrong, and I'm really, really sorry. I've looked at that long and hard, and I'm not quite sure how to make the noise that those letters represent. But I've Sindari done my best. Lokcha. Yeah, if you like. Sindari. That's cool. Sindari Lokcha. Cool. Okay, well, what did he like say, it. or she? Said, a show for true fans by true fans, brackets, a dying art. And crucially, five stars. Yes, I mean, you... <laughs> We should straight yeah, yeah, don't, yeah, don't go do a bad review. And you won't get read out if you do a bad one. No, you certainly won't. <laughs> <laughs> so glad to have found this show this past week in what's been a supercharged and exciting April 2022 for a, a Red Hot Chili Peppers fan as big as I am. So naturally, I went searching their name to make sure I'd covered all the ground on the various new interviews they each have in places. And this popped up. Mm. And I'm sure glad it did. I've been longing to find people I can chat about of the new record with, track by track. These dudes feel like my friends. Helps to have that feeling, so thank you all. Yes. I do like the use of the contraction y'all. I really enjoyed that. He, he did. I can confirm that. Yeah. Um, so thank you, Sindari Lokcha. If indeed that is your name. Because <laughs> um, those are touching words indeed. Loved it, loved it, loved it. I, uh, well, it feels nice for us, obviously, before we start, when we're about to start doing the podcast. It feels tremendous. And it is worth reiterating the fact that it does help get us out there if people review the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the pod catcher of your choice, the pod platform. Yes, so get out there, give us a five-star review, and you too could be read out on this very podcast. <laughs> okay, shall we... Have we talked about Not The One? No, we haven't. No. We haven't even started. As we come nottingly out of Not The One. Nottingly hillingly out of Not The One. Yes. The piano's wheeled on, which is exciting. Uh, if you like pianos. <laughs> I'm looking for a piano. A piano, yes. yes a, a piano. Just any old piano. No one that makes me dance. And uh, Flea proceeds to seat himself at the piano. On a stool. A new man comes on. Yes, and that man is... That fellow who comes on and plays additional bass is Samuel Banuilos. Benuilos, Samuel Benuilos. Great first name, though. Yeah, and we've seen him do uh, stuff with the Chili's since about 2016, I believe. Yes, he's... Around that time. Yes. Chris Warren, those are the kind of backup people. Yeah, he comes on, he plays the bass, Flea plays the piano. It's not, I'm looking for a piano. It's nice to see him turn to the sound guy and just say, I'm a bit loud, turn me down. I'm too loud, Gov. This has grown on me yes. since. I think, it's a re- I think it's a really good song, and it's a lovely example of... Uh, volume uh, volume swells playing volume swells during all the way through the song from um, John. Yes, got a long delay on. He's got a a long delay with about four or five repeats. You can hear him just um, go before the song starts. Just hit the strings. Yeah, yeah. That of course puts us in mind of ATP. Of course it does. Does he um, say don't make fun? Ah, 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 And then uh, someone in the crowd goes ah, uh, uh, and he says. Don't make fun, don't make fun, don't make fun, don't make fun. <laughs> no, he says don't make fun. Yeah, but then, of course, of course the, delay the kicks equipment in. kicks in. And... Yes, yes I, I am going to contact John. Ah, yeah, yeah. No, you did, you did say that you were. 
and and ask him if he would like to do uh, an episode with us uh, all about ATP. And I, I I was thinking, you know, what would the angle be? I didn't. I'd like to ask him, you know, about the day itself, how it came to be that he was going to play there, what his sort of preparation was, and how he felt playing to to such a receptive audience, which we were. Oh, you were la- absolutely lapping it up. Yeah, I think it would make for a good episode. I think it would be popular. And, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to recording. <laughs> but I can't wait for him to come on. Yeah. Can I come along? Yeah, no. No, 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 I can't. I wasn't there. It'll be the two of us. Fine. I say you said... Me and John. <laughs> <laughs> but you, said, you were wondering what the angle would be for the episode. Yes. I'm, I'm thinking 80 degrees. Yeah, no, 90. 90. It's going to be a, a right angle, yeah. almost. <laughs> yeah. Is that is that right angle? No, I think it should it be... It is. A, yes, it is. Yes, yes. Um... So that's, yeah, that's something that we've got coming up. So do look uh, forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> so with this piano on the stage that's been wheeled out, are they lugging that around to play some other piano-based songs? Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking you could, for example, hear Josh, a couple of Josh, two yeah. of my favourite Joshua yeah, piano-based songs. Yeah, Company. And Police Station. Yeah. Wouldn't that yeah. be something to hear? Well, it would. I mean, it's not going to happen. <laughs> Presumably, they've written some other. Because I, I'm, I'm wondering, or I think they may have already done so, um, whether they'll start sort of teasing out some of the other material that they've already written. Well, interestingly, John said some of the best stuff they wrote is, yeah, is, is still in reserve. Yeah. Well, I'm, already, on this album. I'm already looking forward to the next album. So am I. Unlimited, more unlimited love. I have forgotten to say this episode is called Unlimited Live. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you were so pleased with that. I was now, thrilled. Now, what, what, so anyway, I was getting. My point was, yeah, that when we all heard this song, we we felt a certain amount of uh, negative emotion. It didn't. It didn't grab me straight away. But, but what I will say is, it's gone up there now. In the context of the album, it sounds, oh, it sounds a lot be- better. It, sounds, it sounded great. Yeah, sat much better in the context of the album than being the third song that you'd heard off the new album. Yes. And as you're hearing this, Chad on this live performance is yeah. absolutely awesome. Oh, he's incredible. He's playing really quite big and chunky drums. Yeah, yes. Up against a very mellow uh, yeah. audioscape. Very clever, very clever. Really works. He, he sees... Like that Velociraptor. Clever girl. Mm. He sees that there's a big opening for him here. Yeah, Wait. the canvas is the canvas is wide open, <laughs> bigger than being the drum in the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Well, with, no, within that context, he sees a blank canvas. Mm. You know, those boys are laying it out, but there's a lot of space for Chad, and he fills it tremendously well. As a song on the album, it, it's grown, and then seeing them play it live here, you really get to see what it means to them. You see Flea on the piano, you see Chad doing his thing wonderfully well, you see John applying his trade with you know. Consummate, consummate skill, mm-hmm. and the swan sounds brilliant. Yeah, swan sounding very. very I good. just think this song is a, is a, is going to be a sleeper hit. It sounds brilliant, and that live performance, just that static camera as well. None of the boys really moving around. No, you, I, it entrances you. Yeah, well, I I too was entranced because I'm enjoying this fonder stuff. Yeah. Oh, I've enjoyed it thoroughly. But. The sound quality is not isn't necessarily. The sound brilliant. quality is piss poor. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go soon to some HD shit. Yes, it's, and that's that's tremendous. Visually and orally, it's orally, it's something else.
Sailing on a center ship Riding on a headless horse To make the trip Well, as we move into the English spring, yes. and ahead I see a blackest summer. It's going to be a black one. It really will be, and I can't wait for that summer to be so dark, so black, so inky, dense. I can imagine going absolutely crazy to that song live. Oh, no doubt we will. I have... Do you think you'll do a full spin? I think I'll be making some very strange shapes and noises. Yes. I have said previously... And I'm, I'm jumping ahead a bit. That the uh, the ending part when John starts playing that kind of arpeggio. You have said this before, lead, and you are jumping kind ahead of lead a bit. line. It does sound empty again, but then the swan comes back in and it sounds amazing with the yeah. "I've been waiting, I've been waiting." <laughs> oh yes, yeah, that's nice, isn't it? That was lovely. And it fills out, and it sounds brilliant. I'll be going crazy. I can't wait. It's a, it's. A, as we were saying, the release of the album and the, the context of the album, if anything, has strengthened the position of this song as well. Yeah, yeah it certainly has, yeah. It was an obvious first release. And it, it was works, a good first release. But it worked so well, yeah. It's a bloody good song. Yeah, it's it, great. Will it become as iconic as, say, Around the World or Danny? That surely is a question for another episode called What's the Best Opening Song? Or uh, w- what's the most iconic? Yeah. Or in, most- indeed, will will Black Summer become as iconic as Around the World or Danny California? Yeah. No, I won't say Danny California. Will Black Summer become as iconic as Around the World or Danny? Will simply be the title of the episode. Yeah. So tune in in two weeks' time. Or Power of Equality. Yeah. Or you know any good time. Power any, of equality. Any, any power, number of songs. But Power of Equality. I mean, a lot of people do sort of revert to Around the World as, as, the, as the best opener. It's a hell of an opener. Hang on, are we doing the next episode? It's a hell of an opener, but I love Power of Equality. So do I. It's a superb song. We can't talk about it because we're saving that for the 100th episode. Well, we, we can say that we like it, though, can't we? I wouldn't even say that we can say that. So, uh, is Black Summer as iconic as uh, Around the World or Danny? Yeah. No. No, I agree. <laughs> so we don't need to do that episode. But... It's a bloody good opener. It's a belt. And it's going to be a, a summer anthem. Absolutely it is. We are going to go crazy. Hogwild! I'll be so juiced up on punch, pain and vodka. <laughs> yeah, you will. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. I mean, you might and, not... And Carling. Yes, of course, yes. I'll be juiced up on punch, pain, vodka and... A slightly more expensive <laughs> alcoholic drink. Yeah, but I will be taking it easy. Yeah, we uh, must as well take I. it easy. Yeah, it's going to be a long day. Well, we, we don't, don't want to peak too soon. No, and my problem sometimes is I do peak too soon. Yeah, well, peaking too soon on this particular occasion will be a disaster. Lovely, lovely starts this song visually. I like the way it starts on uh, the Taylor kick drum. Yes, pulls back so you can see Flea and John. Yes, and then the swan crosses and it goes into him. The camera goes towards him. Why not hold that shot for the swan to deliver the first line? Mm. Because what it does is it cuts to a side 
a, a profile shot of him almost. Yeah. Very strange decision given that you've obviously thought about how you're going to open... There's been a certain amount of thought that's gone into it. Open the song. We're watching The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon. There's a little bit of a shaky start from Flea and Jump. Yeah, a couple of bits. It, it, yeah, you said that. I just think it's some nice extemporising. Hmm. It's not the strongest start, but you're not going to get the strongest start with a quiet song where they're probably looking at each other, counting each other in. Mm. It's tricky. These, these TV shows are, are, are more difficult. As you well know. Well, well know. Well, I've been on telly. <laughs> yeah. You've played Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy uh, Cranky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the Swans get-up, shall we? Mm, yes. What's he looking like? I think he looks absolutely stunning. Rather, he was wearing long trousers, but that's often my approach. Or those red shorts from Slane. Happy either way. Yes. But the neon highlighted jacket... Is lovely. ...is a sight to behold. Of course, the neon theme is is very, very prevalent. Yes, yeah, uh, good word, good word. On, on the unlimited love. I see as, you say, as you're saying this, you're, you're gazing up at your vinyl copy of Unlimited Love in some kind of... Uh, show and show and listen, I think they're called. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they are the ca- the frames which I'm sure many vinyl collectors are familiar with. You can. Do you, do you call yourself a vinyl collector now? No, no. I was referring to other vinyl collectors. <laughs> okay, real vinyl collectors. <laughs> yes. Uh, where you can Pe- people, have... for example, that might own a record player. That those kind of people. <laughs> yes. Um, but yes, they're in the frame, so you can easily access the the record itself. And uh, they look tremendous. I'm very pleased with them. We were having a conversation, weren't we, just a few days ago, and you you said in a very bold statement that mm. you felt that the Unlimited Love artwork was the best since Blood Sugar. Absolutely, yeah. I went straight ahead and ordered both vinyls with the frames and stuck it straight on the wall, and they look fantastic. Am I right in thinking you are considering... The Mother's Milk slash Cali purchase? I am considering it. I was just actually, while you were gone there for a few minutes, I was going to put a, a poll on Twitter. Hmm. Should I purchase more vinyl? Well, I can save some time. The answer will be yes, and so you might as well just do it. I know. No, no it's, it's, it's the interaction, isn't it? It's the Twitter interaction. Of course it's it is. Engagement. It's engagement. Engagement with, with our fellow people. Yes, <laughs> fellow humans. Yes, fellow humans. Now, I think that's the important thing, and that's what I was trying to promote. You were just trying to engage. I'm just trying to promote. Yeah, engage. Promote engagement. Yeah, or engage promotion. Either way, I think we all we all uh, we all win in the long run. Is that a song? Uh, well, it's universally speaking. In oh, the- <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. Yeah, well, no, they don't say we all win in the long run. No, but it's that's what you were thinking of. Was it? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, it was. Yes. So, in some kind of interesting things at the beginning of of this performance there's some weird noises there is at uh, 0.41 seconds so 41 seconds yeah 0 minutes 41 seconds there's a really weird low sounding note completely out of place mm. sounds like a bass but Flea's nowhere near it at that point there's also some kind of 50 seconds there's some it sounds like there's some snare rattle going on as well before yes. Chad comes in yes. what's going on who knows the only person who can accurately answer that question, Ben, is Jimmy. Mm. And uh, Fallon. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll get him on. We will. Yeah, he'll be on with John from ATP. 
Yeah, well, no, no, we'll get him on just to answer those two questions. What, we... Hello, Jimmy. Thank you for coming on. What was this noise? Thank you. What was that noise? Thank you very much. Goodbye, Jimmy. Then presumably we'll do some kind of singing and then that'll be the end of the show. He'll sing a song with us. Oh, will he? Yes. Oh, that's nice. He said he will. I enjoy the uh, the fact that John's playing some of the album overdub parts here rather than just playing the rhythm guitar. So we were talking about the fact that Justin Jeske had heard that there was Yamaha SGs being used some of the overdubs. In the, we were in talking the about that. <laughs> we, were, yes. we were talking about that. You talked about that at length. <laughs> <laughs> but you can hear John in that first break, that first little break between the verses, I think it's before Chad comes in, him playing that what is on the album, the overdub part. Mm. So it's nice. I enjoy that. Well, it's a, it's, it's a bit of variation and it's what the guys live for. The live performance enables you to to experiment and go a little bit off piste. Yeah, and well, what John's doing is not going to. And for those of you who don't know uh, what off piste means, it's a skiing term hmm. or a term that might describe you playing an overdub from an album similar to what you played on it, but slightly differently. Yes, exactly. The, In the, this context, the, that's those more. are the two options. Yeah. Absolutely, they are. It's more, I mean, it's, it's more synonymous with skiing. Yeah, but said. I think of it as a Yamaha shooting <laughs> There's a lovely pull-out from Chad when he comes in and starts drumming, highlighting his neon-highlighted jumpsuits. Yes, yes, and fair and play to him, you know, because Flea's topless here. And this is interesting, isn't it? The relationship between Anthony and Flea. Who will be topless first? It's often Flea at the moment. Well, you say that, but... Um, during the Howard Stern performances, he remains topped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Topped, topped off at all times. Yes. Whereas the swan does, go, does at the end become topless. What a big unlimited love badge Chad has on his jumpsuits. On this jumpsuit in particular. Not his jumpsuits. All of them. It reminds me of early Red Dwarf episodes when it was quite low budget. Yeah. And they, and uh, they're like hand done, the mm. red dwarf things. They're like women's wearing Mackie badges mm. uh, that said red dwarf. Yes, no, it's, it's a lovely suit, and one which we may not see again. I really hope we do. Mm. Well, we may do, mm. I really but we may we do. not. So, uh, so let's talk about the solo because I, I find the solo to be a, a point of particular interest. Yeah, yeah, I had a chat with Aidan, our bass ambassador, about this. Also, a very, very skilled and fantastic guitarist. So, really, yeah. Oh, gotcha. Right, I just pe- had him pegged as a as a, a pure bassist. Well, re-peg him to a different peg. No, to two pegs. I'll hang him over two pegs. Well, I'm going to call him a multi instrumentalist. So, well, but get buy some more pegs. Hang on. I don't doubt. I don't doubt his ability, but yeah, I think to be to be classified as a true multi instrumentalist, you have to be able to play three instruments proficiently. I'm pretty sure Aiden can play a third instrument. Okay, with the recorder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, or the triangle. <laughs> yeah, or is he a flautist? A flautist. A flautist. Do you say flautist? Well, I don't know. Do you what? say zildjian? <laughs> is it flout? No, it's flute. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know. Email in, Aidan, or just WhatsApp me. Let me know if you play the flute. The flute, or I tell you, I tell you what I could see him playing. Hang on, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll send him a WhatsApp message. I now. could see him. I could see him really going absolutely mental on the clarinet.
Okay, I've called Aiden. No answer. We do not know whether at this stage whether he plays the flout. No, but we do have a strong suspicion that he can play the clarinet. Yes, that that's and if he can, and he as you have said, he can play the guitar and the bass. Hang on, hang on. He's in the middle of nowhere. And the reception is rubbish. Uh, fine. I'll just text him a quick question. Okay. Hi, Aiden. Hi, Aiden. Can you play the flout? Yeah. Are you a flout, a flautist, flute, a flutman? Can text rather than talk? He says. This is this Christ. is live. This is live. Live messaging. Hang on then. Can you? Play Hi, the... mate. We're just recording an episode. The pod. This is live texting. And this is what you're tuning in for. We are do, do tuning. <laughs> yeah. And we are wondering if you can play the flute. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so oh, I'll put we've gone off on a tangent. Right, well, I think that would be clear. Okay. No, but we're just recording the pod and we are. Just do something and send Fine, it Fine, I will, Sam. Right, hurry up then. I'm, I won't put up with this, Ben. Okay, I've sent that message to bass ambassador Aidan Hampson to see if you can play the flute. A multi-instrumentalist, um, unconfirmed. There's well, certainly a dual instrumentalist. Certainly. We'll give him the triangle, shall we? And yeah. Then, then... So, yeah, we'll give him the triangle. Oh, he's come back. Oh, yikes. You won't believe this. It was a double bubble. Nope. But he can play the trombone. He's in, but not the flute. So we, he's confirmed as a multi-instrumentalist. Yeah, a multi-instrumentalist. He's got the three classic, the, 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 the triumvirate of, of instruments. The guitar, the bass guitar, and the trombone. This video, or performance of Black Summer, highlights to me John's changing guitar positions. It's very clear now that he is a high rider. He is Buddy Holly. And he is a bigger strapped kind of fellow. Yes. He's, he's reached 50. He's bought himself a big strap. A big cushion strap. And he, he yeah, he, he's, he's, you know, whatever you're comfortable with. That's what I've always said. Play to your comforts and let those comforts enable you to do your very best. You always have said that, and I, I, I agree with that. <laughs> yeah. But when we watched Lane Castle last night, I couldn't help but notice how low his guitar was and how I cool know. he was. What a lovely blue shirt he had on. And those slacks. <laughs> <laughs> those slacks are lovely. I remembered why we ended up talking. I said, we, talk, we were trying to talk about the guitar solo. Yes. And I said I had a conversation with Aiden. We then turned. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Let's okay. get back on So, track. back to that. So, question is. As uh, as John moves into the guitar solo, and you can't beat a nice slide because he goes into it. Yeah, that's slide, fine. Sliding up and down, that's great. Simple but effective. What's the... He kind of misses the first note, slightly, but you, what your point is, what you're talking about, is that at 2.12, yeah. he can't... You said he can't have done that on purpose. He can't have meant that, is what I said. Well, yeah, I think it's potentially an artificial harmonic. Which is, I find, harder to play when you're using the, the neck pickup. Mm. It's easy to play, I find, again, with humbucking guitars. Of course. Humbucking pickups. Or on, <laughs> <Yes>. yeah, <laughs> or on your neck. Or on your, um, sorry, your bridge, I mean, your if, bridge you're a, if you're a pickup manufacturer, yeah. you're praying to God that they don't 
start they, they doing humbucking guitars. <laughs> yeah. Don't need your pickups at you all. Are, you are so, bang out a carrier. So, so that noise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going, going there. I'm not listening I'm to not this, going there. this stuff about humbucking <laughs> guitars anymore. <laughs> An artificial harmonic or pinch harmonic, if you will, which I will. Yeah, and you have. Is where you catch the string with the way I would play it is with the pick and then almost immediately after with part of your for me it's part of my thumb just tip of your thumb and what it does is it changes the har- the harmonic of the resonance of the string in some way you'll know it it's a new note it's a new note sound of course it is you'll know it as the out of the blue noise before the chorus where there's a big screechy noise can I decide what I will know it as? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. no okay, you can't fine. talk about humbucking guitars, and you can't decide what you think of artificial harmonics. You tell me, and I'll go along with so it. So the question was, did John do that on purpose? Because you can hit... And the na- answer is... Well, I'm not sure. You can hit a natural harmonic as well if you catch certain uh, parts of the string or you are, you're kind of muting on certain frets, 12th, 7th, 5th. Uh, that's a natural harmonic. That's Orange Crush by R.E.M. The bam, 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 he- bam part. It's a screaming sound which suggests it's a, a a pinch or an artificial harmonic played on purpose. Okay. But it comes out of nowhere. It, and it sounds bad. Oh, I think it sounds great. I don't like it. it to me, it, it grabs me by the ear and rips my ear off. And that's not, you know, that, that's bad news. So far, we've had near ripped off and the hand snapped off. So I think it's a pinch harmonic and artificial harmonic. Well, I don't like it. It sounds bad, and I hope he doesn't do it when we see them live. Two twenty-one. I, I know John likes to um, improvise and and you know mix it up, but I think the Black Summer solo is so good. Surely there's a case just to say, John, come on, play the play the solo off the record. This is always. It's not always. It's very often the thing with John in that he's not going to play no. what he played. It's those single line solos like Don't Forget Me. Yeah. Uh, like, what else does that? Uh, Blood Sugar Sex Magic has that kind of repeating looped solo. Yeah. That he will quite often do. And when he doesn't do that, I, I don't like it. I like to hear those solos in... They sound so good. Mm. Well, I loved that solo. Flies, John's following. Ah, Flea's playing double stops in the solo. Ah, oh, so good. Watch Flea during the guitar solo. Towards the end, he's playing more than one string at a time. I think he's playing some kind of harmony. It's, it's amazing. Thoughts on the quick pronunciation of the word trip? Fine. You know, I think he's he's. There's a little safety net there. He doesn't want to drag it out. Yeah, but it's crack the flaming whip. Sailing, crack the flaming whip. Sailing on a sensor ship. Riding on a headless horse to make the trip. Yeah, I don't like it. I think you should say... Well, in, obviously on the record it's got that nice ambient... Um, Sort of sounds. Yeah, it? yeah, it's got a bit of delay or, or echo, isn't it? And as he goes further at the end of the song, he also has um, long delay on his voice yeah. as he's going into the the I've been waitings, I think. Which that's that's as per the record, I think. That's fine. But you you famously were a purist, weren't you? I am a purist, even to this day. No, you have latterly in your life accepted some kind of effect on your voice when you sing live, haven't? You? Have I? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, you have. I haven't sung live. Uh... 
The last time I said... <laughs> the last time... <laughs> <laughs> the last time I sang live was at my 30th birthday party. I'm now 40. <laughs> so. Yes, but latterly. 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 You, I suppose I probably have. Latterly, you have accepted an effect on your voice. I have, yes. Yes. Good. Next song is... These are the ways on Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, Make me a fear. Up Mount Road that I can't miss. Have we all had enough? Have we all had too much? Lost in a dream. Please step down from your bullet machine. Can we all back it up? Can we all give it up? When we first listened to this song together, about two weeks ago, it was three weeks ago. Three weeks ago, this wasn't a grabber for me. These are the ways. I think now that's the song that's grown on me most out of the album. I think as a single choice, it is it's phenomenal. These performances of this song are phenomenally good. That is something else. I'm proud to show that to my grandkids. I went... It was my granddaughter's 13th birthday yesterday. As we were driving over to where we were going, she was picking the music. Every other song that she put on was a Chili song because she mm. knows that I'm a Chili's fan. She is a Chili's fan. I then said, right, well, I'm going to send you over some uh, some clips of the Chili's playing Some of the YouTube. new stuff, for yeah. example. This was one that I sent over. I think if you watch that, mm. mate, you are going to absolutely love it. It's a good song. It's a great single. It, Like you say, it has grown. It, when I see that I'm live, not sure I'm, I'm not, off. I tell you. No, no I'm not going. I'm, I'm the going. majority of it, I think, is fantastic. And when the swan shouts, yes... And yeah, it's nice yeah. they've got that delay live yeah. as well. Oh, it's, it's, it's a very, very good song. Flea's gone on record now as saying it's, it's one of his favourites ever. Yeah, it's an absolute screamer. It's what I believe is, is termed now as a banger. Hmm. Yeah, I think the young people say banger. Um, See, that's, to me, that means it's a sausage. <laughs> yes, and, but that's good. Yeah, I like, I like sausages. sausages. Yeah. So, you know, that's great news. And I love them. So yes. if this is a sausage of a song... I'm more than happy. You're delighted. Hmm. Well, I'm over the moon. Salt and vinegar, boom. Done. Yeah, you're in. No, no, it is a great song. The Swan sounds, once again, fantastic. Sounds brilliant. 
Um, my only slight concern with this one, uh, generally speaking, is that that moustache seems to be... I'm noticing it less and less, which... I know, it's a worry, isn't it? It's, it's, it's a worry. I'm it, now noticing his ridiculous haircut more. Well, that's true. I think he's surpassed the ludicrous nature of his moustache by having an absolutely ridiculous haircut. <laughs> that said, we're both men of uh, very little hair. We're not the most succinct chaps you might meet. Is it, uh, you know, is this, a, is this a, 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 out of jealousy that we're, we're saying all this? I don't think so. I think as a man of, of 59, I'd personally like to you see him... You look good for 59. Thank you. I'd personally like to see him go back to his long hair. Yeah, but I mean, what do you want him? Do you want him mother's milk, blood sugar era? Yes. Yeah, OK. <laughs> <laughs> I think at this stage, that wouldn't work. No, it wouldn't be as... I'm happy for him to have short hair now. Mm. I just do still need to lose the moustache, but you're absolutely correct. I'm not noticing as much. No. Now, that does worry me. I wasn't worried about it before, but now I'm kind of uneasy. I feel slightly anxious. I, I mean, I'd love to see him without the moustache mm. and just see that top lip. Would you love to shave him? I would. I would <laughs> happily do it. If he wants to come on, I'd get one of those big brushes. A badger hairbrush. And apply the uh, foam. Yeah, the cream or the foam. If you will. And then, of course, I would shave off the moustache and then interview him. Hmm. <laughs> the swan is wearing his video jacket here I hate that coat Oh mate, that's strong Imagine if you wore that coat with his slain shorts, double red <laughs> Yeah, that, that'd be terrible I don't like the coat And I, 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 I don't like to see it in the video You don't like his coat, you don't like his hair You don't like his moustache, what do you like about this chap? Well he sounds wonderful Is this a Beatles reference being on the roof? Is it a Rain Dance Maggie reference being on the roof? Is it a U2 reference? I've got one name in my head, vis-a-vis this performance. Tell me that name. Christ. It's one of the band. Flea? No. <laughs> oh, Chad. <laughs> of course it's Chad. What a powerhouse I didn't know what you meant. I just thought you meant name, name a member of the band. <laughs> what a powerhouse performance. Oh, it's outrageous. I've called this, this little section myth moments. We've got one at 104. Yes. I mean, they're, they're throughout this performance. Yeah. It is almost superhuman, some of this drumming. Yeah, so a phenomenal performance by Chad. Chad playing for Taylor. Yeah, playing and that's, that's, that's like nice, an absolute yeah. Trojan. Nice I to mean, see Flea kiss that kick drum. Yeah, just an unbelievable performance. And, and we are going to see that because that song is going to be played at every show. Yeah, you better believe it. And it is incredible. It is a good song. Disp- whatever we said on previous episodes, we've changed our mind. It's a good song. And going forward, it's going to be a song which is synonymous with the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And it's going to be a song which hopefully will entice new fans in. It's that good. And it's that, it has that kind of mass appeal, I think. I'll go further. I think, I think it's a great song. Okay. And, and? Mm, yeah, it's a great song. And I want to talk about 139. Yes. Time Sound 139, where the Swan does some lovely moves. He does two little jumps. Then he does an, uh, he, po- he puts his tongue out and does an imaginary. He smacks an imaginary bottom. Mm. Would you believe that? That that's true. That happened. One thirty nine on the Fallon rooftop performance. Well, I think we've all smacked an imaginary bottom, haven't we? <laughs> J- JF Drive sound here is so thick. It's much thicker than the album version. It's really beefy. 
I love it. I love the shot of the fleeing swan. <laughs> no, fleeing the swan at one fifty-one. It's a nice tight shot, and they're just bobbing around each other. It's it, it's the relationship. It's the kinetic move. It's the kinetic nature of their relationship. Yes, which entices me in so much. Verse two, John just checks his pickup selector, which is an unconscious thing that guitars will do. Yes, uh, you might. He just checks it's on the uh, the neck pickup. Often you'll see people just unconscious, unconsciously checking their volume pot to make sure it's where they want it. I often would do that. The one time I didn't do it was when I played at High Fate, and I was could not understand why my guitar was so quiet. And so I was, and it's so it was a muddy, thick sound. And you were giving the sound engineer absolute hell. Well, I was, I was shouting at Gordon, yeah. And uh, and it was your fault. It was that outdoor one. Yes, James Lane. Yeah, and I was cranking my amps up, thinking, "What the? What's going on here?" And finally, just did that thing which you'll do every so often. Just, just, just check. turned your guitar up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and when I did that, midway through a song, it yeah. went absolutely ballistic. Yeah. So that's uh, incredible stuff. But again, we've got more examples on this song of John playing the overdub parts from the album, which is nice. Yes. Another myth moment at two forty. Stick that stick goes overboard at three minutes. Chad's dressed in a spaceman suit, which I think with, is nice. With um, braces. Lovely. I didn't notice that. Mm, I think they're braces. Chad's in braces. I could be wrong, but um, I, equally I could be right. I've written here, you're going to need to mix JF up on Don't Be Like. Yeah, that's what I meant. Again, John's backing is a little bit, is a little bit low yeah, on that I wonder, part where he's doing the long notes. Uh, it's a, this is a slight concern for me. You know, there's, if there were three things I wanted to, to see change from what we've seen so far, I want JF louder on the backing. Yeah. I want JF to move around a bit more like he was 20 years younger. Yeah, like he was at Slang. Yeah. <laughs> and I also want him to possibly, if he's comfortable, take a stop off. If he's not, that's fine. But the first two I would like to... Anything else to say about these are the ways? Uh, a grower, a great song, a banger, an anthem, and a great performance. What do we think about the Swan Club in the sign? If you're going to do it, should you veder it? He's 59. <laughs> if he falls, he's likely to break his hip. Yeah, fine. So probably not. A veder shouldn't have really done it in the first place. No, but, you know, I don't mind him doing it, but I, whether it was agreed, health and safety-wise, I doubt. No, certainly not. That was not passed. You can't do that these days, can you? No. Well, you can. Yeah, well, he, he, he did. He did it. He yeah. did it. Uh, but no, generally, you know, and he went for it while he was up there. He didn't hold back. He did a, some serious. He did body. a couple of body f- body maneuvers and then came down. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, well, the thing is, actually, he didn't have anything else to do. After that, he just went yeah at the end. Yeah. Well, so he could have stayed up there. Maybe he was given a time limit. Yeah. <laughs> you can go up there. Twelve seconds. But on, only for twelve, 12 seconds. seconds do on. three body pulsations and then come down. <laughs> oh, again. Yeah. So, see, there was health and safety. Thinking about it in that case. Yeah. Right. Let's move on to the Howard Stern show then.
Well, as we come out of Under the Bridge, Sam, this is the point where I got excited about... I got really excited about seeing the Chili's live when I saw this performance of Under the Bridge and the upcoming Give It Away and the upcoming These Are The Ways. This was the first time I'd seen something I hadn't seen in that Fonda Theatre performance. Mm. It's... Ugh. If... If they were to hang their boots up now mm. and we've got that to watch over and over again every day for the rest of our lives, I think we'd die happy. Yeah. yeah that is quality. It is quality. You talked about John being a bit low in the mix. I think he's fine here. He's fine. It could be a touch louder. Yes, could be a touch louder. But actually, it's obviously something that they're, they've addressed. John may be feeling that he wants to be a bit lower rather than being that virtuoso musician that he was for you know the the by the way and the stadium era he seems to be taking a more um pragmatic approach to 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 this era he wants to be a member of the team it seems to me mm. so his vocals are down like you say they could be it's fine but I'd still like them to be it just wants a, to be a bit louder just a percent or two yeah 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 it's not much, it's not far off. But, I mean, I mean, by God, did we think we'd be sat here in 2022 listening to Anthony sounding this good in a Red Hot Chili Peppers lineup that included John Frusciante? I never thought no, I'd make it. we did not. I never thought I'd make it to 2022. Well, so that's, that's one of the... So that's, that's, a, that's a great victory It's one of the downsides. <laughs> yeah, a bit of a shock of you. We're watching House and Official, of course. Yes. You get the classic story. Howard talks into oh, it. Oh, we don't need to talk now, about this shit again. Turns out that um, we've all had Anthony, it. you were under, you are, you had an experience under the bridge. Now, at that point, I would argue it wasn't the bridge; it was a bridge. Mm. It's only become the bridge because of this song. Well, indeed, and we don't even know which bridge it is. Come on, I mean, I know he's got to do his job, and his job is to talk about the songs that they're going to play. But we've all heard this a thousand times. We all know that we all know the backstory. But but maybe new fans haven't. Or new people. Got to bring them on. Got to talk about... Bring them on, the bridge. Talk, I guess. Talk about yeah, Mario. I Didn't suppose. mention Mario, which I'm Mario. Uh, Mario, of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but, you know, let's not dwell on the on the backstory. Little bit annoyed he didn't call it a salad during that section. I didn't even refer to it as any kind of meal, which, mm. you know... A salad. Is, is ludicrous. A ballad, if you will. Yeah, it's definitely a, a salad. But, yeah, they sound great. I love the way they've gone a bit more heavy with it. The, yeah, uh, oh, this is this is Chad again. Yeah, really attacking. Well, Chad's the kit probably the pissed off. He spent two and a half minutes uh, playing the rim shot. A really tight rim shot sound. The whole thing sounds great. His yeah, the rim shot sounds great. Awesome. And he does some really nice, some re- those double um, floor tom dun, dun. hits. They they're really effective. It's just another example of of them sounding really fantastic. Bringing innovating, you know, even that, even even those little additions to a song which is as famous as the band itself, mm. something different, and then going heavy, man, this is these are truly exciting times. We're going to be treated to a salad, a ballad, and then the main course, which is of course going to be exquisite. And for dessert, I'd imagine we're going to get under, uh, give it away. And a couple of others. Brilliant. It's, it's a really tight recording and close recording. The Swan is 
figuratively right up in your face vocally. Yes. He, you're right, he's sounding great. Jo- the first time I saw this, I was, a, I was a little bit disappointed and a little bit worried because John is not really showing off his skills. The first verse, yeah, you're just going to strum the chords. That's yeah. as per album. That's fine. When it went in the second verse, I thought, well, let's see some of those kind of Hendrixy style licks. That those you, licks, yeah, yeah, those little. And that's not there. And when they are there, it's a little, it's a little bit messy. If I'm honest, do you want, do you want, me, do you want, me, do you want me to lie? Do you, no, I think honesty here is is certainly the best. Honesty policy. is the best policy. Um, the policy is to aim do the you think that, at the peak. Do you think that that is because he's not yet up to 100%. No, no, I don't get it anymore. I know that we said on the last episode when we were talking about our first thoughts of Unlimited Love that we'd seen him play at the Fonda. This was pre-watching this performance, the Howard Stern stuff or the, or the Jimmies. And I was thinking, well, we were talking about the fact that his guitar playing was t- kind of tied to the length of his hair. Yes, which I still think is a valid still, still equation. But I've seen Give It Away on Howard Stern and it's absolutely phenomenal. Mm. So why this, the first couple of, it's principally the second verse of this performance on the bridge where his guitar playing is not quite where I think it, I think it should should be. be. Yeah. I mean, then there's other great stuff later on in this song and on Give It Away and on loads of other performances that we've seen since. I'm really, really excited now to see what we are going to see when we go see them live. Mm. Yes, of course. And, it's not just those live experiences either. It's it's everything that you get. You know, this this era of the internet allows you to watch all of the live performances. We see it all now. Mm. We don't just go to the ones... In fact, the ones we go to are probably the ones where we're going to have the worst view. And let's be honest, we won't be able to remember them. We won't be able to remember <laughs> them because we'll be shit-faced on punch spiked with pain. And uh, vodka. And vodka. This is a totally immersive experience now. Hmm. Day in, day out. Day in, day out. for you. Yeah. <laughs> Especially for me. Editing, making notes. God damn it. You know, we, we, we joke now, don't we, that all we ever talk about is, uh, is the Red Hot Chili Peppers. In fact, we had a lovely, a lovely period of time yesterday, sat in the garden, where we didn't talk about the Red Hot Chili Peppers at all. And we were, we were in the garden for about an hour. Well, we had a lovely period of time. The um, well, we did talk about the Red Hot Not that we, no, because well, you came up with the suck my cloth idea. <laughs> that's true. So we in talked fact, about it for quite in a long fact, time. All we spoke yeah. about really was, 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 the, was, the, giveaway. was the giveaway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's very true. I forgot about that aspect of it. And the rest of the time, you told me some kind of prolonged anecdote about Primark. Yeah, about my exchanging <laughs> a Batman with yeah. Primark. Yeah, don't go into that. No, it's a five out. Of, it was a five out of ten you gave it. Yeah, right? uh, no, I, I, right. I asked you to rate my story. <laughs> You gave, it, he did. you gave it a five. He asked you to rate my story, suggested I give it an eight, and I refused and gave it a five. Yeah, terrible. These are red hot chili pepper heavy times, immersive. We are immersed in this world of constant releases, of constant news, of constant new live performances. It's what we dreamed of. John mm. is back. Come on. 2022. Talking about not talking about chilies. Pardon me. We uh, went on the Pop Shock podcast, didn't we? Oh, Chris, yeah. Dan Boyd's podcast with uh, his lovely partner, Courtney. Debo. Yeah, who's Debo? Dan Boyd. Yeah, and uh, I don't know Courtney's surname, it's just C or Co. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Courtney. Debo and Courtney, yeah. 
And we talked about Alien and Aliens. We had an absolute way over time. We did. We there was a quiz involved. We obviously can't reveal the results. Kissing quiz. <laughs> <laughs> we can't reveal the results, but I'm... Yeah, but, but you can probably uh, gauge by well, some reaction. Well, you know, it went the way it went. I'm glad you won because, you know, you've put a lot more time and effort into... You know, what? all these books you've got, it's mm. ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. if I had somehow beaten you, it would have been a travesty. <laughs> okay, so, under the bridge, what else have we got? Um, yeah, verse 3, John starts picking it up a bit. It's different from the album. He's playing those hammer pull lines, but he's also doing some little arpeggios in different places, which is nice. Love, you pointed out to me, you poked me, as Chad did that little mini rollout into chorus too. Boom, boom. Didn't it? Yeah, oh, on the top. that's lovely. When it all hits, when Flea hits that uh, initial bass note for the chorus when Chad's coming in and just m- mixing up on the drums when John's hitting those strings slightly harder yeah when the swan is not committing well because he's already fully committed but singing a little bit harder this is one of the best choruses of any song ever yeah it's absolutely if if you're gonna say what's your favorite Red Hot Chili Peppers song it it seems and it, it's in your top 10 surely it's cliche cliche yeah. Yeah. To say Under the Bridge, of course it is. But it is. It's great. But there is a reason why Under the Bridge catapulted them into the stratosphere. Mm. And that's because it's a great song. Yeah. And when the song, when the swan sings it like this, I mean, there is, a, there is you could make a case that he's singing it better now than he ever has done. <sighs> well, certainly on this. Well, here's, on, here's the question. Based on this. When has he been better since... The early 2000s. Exactly. I mean, he's be- he sound- I think he sounds better. We are people that, that will say when a song's not sounding great, and we have done many times. We but have. We, we also will say when he is. Yes. He sounds better on a lot of these songs than I think he ever has. Mm. Certainly I mean, on the new stuff. Certainly, when you, if you placed him back into the, the, you know, the 90s, I think he's singing it better now than he did then. Yeah. He's, a, he's a better singer. He's technically better. Yeah. He's matured into, you know, he's got that extra je ne sais quoi that comes with being 50-something. That experience and that something in the voice. Will he be able to sustain it over the course of a tour? That's the question. That's the big question. That is the question. I I certainly think that based on what we've seen, his, 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 his level is as high as it's been in a long time. If you were going to say to me, is the swan going to be singing as well as he did in the kind of stadium arcade. I think he might even sound better than he did in the latter stages of the stadium, stadium arcade. Yeah, I, mean, I never thought that we would be hearing this. One of my biggest worry no. was that the Swans, the Swan wasn't going to be able to live up to, not our expectations, but... But his past form. Yeah. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And not just live. I, I, I had reservations about, about the album. You know, what would he sound like? Well, I think we can all say that we really like Anthony Kiedis, don't we? Oh, mate, I mean, I've, I've dedicated 20 years of my life singing... Oh, more than that. ...singing with that man. More than that. And admiring his talents. So John's under the bridge downtown section. Under the bridge downtown, oh. He doesn't no, go full does, Josh. No, 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 this is what we talked about on the episode Under the Bridge over the years. Yeah. That John tends to do it, replicates it four times in a row. Yeah. 
Josh was extemporising more. Well, Josh, but I think there's a hybrid here. Josh's was under the bridge downtown. Oh, John seems to be leaning towards that by doing something similar to this. Under the bridge downtown. Mm, difficult to kind of get a real handle on this at such short notice, but but I just feel there's a slight uh, extension of the second half of the word. I'm not entirely sure I agree with you. No, okay, well, I could be wrong, but whatever. You could have lied. No, I couldn't. It's brilliant. So shall we now move into the the closure of this particular ride, which is Give It Away on Halstead? Give it away, give it away, give it away, club. Well, as we come furiously, givingly, and excitedly out of Give It Away, live on Howard Stern, I have remembered that I need to talk about John's pedals. Justin Jeske again, that YouTube channel. This mini pedal board yeah. <laughs> that they're using on the TV shows, as opposed to John's slightly larger one, or larger one. Touring board, if you will. If it is going to be the full touring board, the mini pedal board has on it a Boss Tuner, it's are you it's a TU two or a TU three, says Justin. I use a TU three myself. I've got two on my board. Okay. One for tuning to E, one for tuning to E flat. Fine. He's got a boss noise suppressor, the NS two. He's got the his wire pedal is an Ibanez WH ten V three, which I understand has been modded by Wilson FX. <laughs> he's got an MXR the, here we go. Okay, I also he's got an MXR reverb and the boss C one chorus ensemble on there which is that kind of classic sounding outro to under the bridge as soon as you leave the first chorus. Here's the interesting part. Drive, overdrive and distortion wise, he's got an MXR super badass Variac Fuzz, which is a new pedal on the board. He's got a Boss Super Overdrive SD1, which is a new pedal on the board. It's not a new pedal, it's just new on John's board. Mm -hmm. And he's got the classic Boss DS2 distortion, which we've talked about multiple times. What he's doing here you can see it clearly at the end of this performance to give it away when you see him tap off three pedals is he is stacking those pedals and it's a new sound for him Mm. it's not just a ds2 sound he's building up levels of overdrive and distortion to get the sound that you have on the end of the end of this performance to give it away or the solos potentially stacks yeah i've gained i've gained stacking or pedal stacking. I've done it on my board. I have I've talked about this before. I have two mini tube screamers, mini Ibanez tube screamers. One on set on zero to just slightly dirty up the sound. One set to give a bigger overdriven sound. Sometimes you stack them up, don't you? Well, I do because I've got the Boss DS2 obviously on the board. Stack it. I've got also got the Dark Matter from TC Electronics. So you have the options to build your sound. If you just want to give it a boost, I might put on the, the Dark Matter from TC Electronics. Mm. If I want to just give that a kick, pop on that uh, tube screen that's set to zero, which just pumps up a bit. Bigger kick, the one that's set slightly higher. It's fun. 
Good fun. It sounds like fun. <laughs> you know, it just it does. It, you know, listen to you talk about all these different words. <laughs> sounds tremendously fun. It's also fun. And I'm glad that you and other people around the world enjoy it. Here's the bigger board he's using at the Fonda. The big board. Yeah, so he's got all of those pedals I just mentioned. Plus. Uh, he's got the Moog Moogafuga low pass filter. Which he loves. Yeah, that's the Danny sound. Yeah, that's that's, that's the That's a that's an old favourite. Again, I'm taking Justin's word for this. Yeah, uh, it's the bot he's got another distortion pedal. I can't there. see why he'd make this up. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a waste of time, doesn't it? <laughs> he's got the boss extortion XT two on there. He's got the Big Muff, of course, by Electro Harmonics. Very, a very popular pedal. The MXR Phase 90, MXR Flanger, Echoplex Delay. He appears to have the MXR Carbon Copy Delay on there. And he has the Boss DD500 Digital Delay. So that's a list of words. Yeah, they're all... They're, I mean, they, they definitely are um, words. They're, they're things, aren't they? Supposedly, yeah. So what do you make of this performance give it away as I go back to my notes because I've uh, lost it's my It's powerful, website. it's passionate and it's quality. Yeah, it's PPQ. Yeah, and I agree that it's PPQ, I, and I'll say it's PPPQ. Powerful, passionate, potent, potent. I'll just go as far as to say PPPPQ. What's the other P? Perfect in there. They all look so happy when they're playing this. Well, and as they say before they start, you know, do, this song never gets old. Yeah, I mean, I disagree with them, but well, I do to a certain degree. I'd rather that. I don't know if they play it this well, it's fine. But the problem is when you when you you know you this is always going to be in the encore, mm. so you know this is a bonus one. What would you rather have, this or you know, name a better so, song, something better, mm. or something more, something just that something they're less more likely off the to wall. play? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I don't think you can question them here. This is fantastic. Yeah, this is awesome. another example of where they are. And where they are is extremely pleasing. This is the one that really opened my eyes. Uh, John's tone, and again, it's it's being recorded in a high-quality environment. So it's tone, the clarity of what you're hearing from everyone is amazing. Yes, yes, yes. As it kicks in, that that kind of that signature intro, those bends from John, ding a ding ba down. Yeah. Absolutely awesome. And he also plays what is less common to hear uh, as uh, it leads into verse one. There's a really quick guitar line that goes something like... It's something like that. It's not exactly that. In fact, it's nowhere near. But if you watch this, you'll hear it. And oh, you li- I just am. Yeah, listen to the album and, it, and it's on there. He doesn't often do that. You know, he's coming back. He's coming back with a fresh viewpoint, mm. a new approach. He wants to do... He doesn't want to come back and do what he's done before. He will do, of course he has to. Well, he, he quite <laughs> literally a, did. <laughs> to, to a certain it's, extent. It's always done before, pretty yes, much. I know. But within those preconceived structure, you know... Those parameters. Those parameters. If, for example, you're saying he's on a particular chessboard... Mm. But, yes, he's going to have to play Give It Away. Mm. I know. But within that, what can he do? And he will explore that. And that's, that's you know, that's John. Mm. JF on their chorus, those pure downstrokes. Beanie. Yeah, it looks good in that beanie, doesn't it? I mean, mm-hmm. I, as you know, I'm a tighter beanie wearer. I like a top mushroom. Yeah, you don't wear... I don't wear a big baggy one. No, you don't wear that kind of um, 
You know, what are those people who sit on top of mushrooms? Gnomes. Gnomes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, he takes that approach to the beanie. Hmm. Let's think about Flea here. He, again, as always, is rooting this song, absolutely pounding through it. One of the things that you'll that comes back and back and back on these performances is Flea's energy levels. I'll be back. Mm, oh, that was, I'll be back. I'll be back. Oh, that was lovely. I think that's the deepest you've ever done. I can go deeper. Go Why on. are we doing this? Because you just said, <laughs> you just, in the sentence, you said the word back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Flea's back. I'll be back. <laughs> yeah. Flea is rooting it. He's the thing. The energy is huge. In fact, can you do that? Just carry on, but speak in the in the kind of Austrian accent. Flea is huge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, carry on. No, Flea no. is rooting it here. The first solo here, John is basically doing a uh, what he does on the album. It sounds a little bit reversed. And <laughs> <laughs> sounds a bit reversed. And then he goes into a big screaming solo halfway through. Sounds absolutely beautiful. <laughs> now, what he does on solo two is he goes mega, mega, mega big. And, <laughs> and by mega big, I mean he really goes big. So what I'm trying to say is the meganess of the bigness is huge. I need to look at my notes slightly you're quickly not, here. You're not allowed. The great to- thing about the end of the solo uh, the end of the solo is that uh, the solo is reversed on the album. What he's doing here at the end of the solo is he's bending two top strings. He's bending the B and the E. And uh, what that sounds like to me is slightly reversed. Okay, right. Uh, I mean, I'm not convinced by either the quality of the accent and I'm certainly not convinced by the quality of the output. All well, you kept saying was reverse. Yeah, it's because I like saying that in the accent. Now, the problem is, I don't want to offend Aust- Austrians. So I might, do I have to say all that again in a proper voice? I don't think doing a bad Austrian accent is necessarily offensive. Fine. And it's an Arnold accent, so if he wants to come at me, he's more than welcome. The double bend stuff I was talking about is at the end of Solo 1. And he is, it does sound like he's reversing it because he's playing those top two strings to be in the E. It's, it's brilliant. And then he absolutely he stacks those pedals here, those three stack pedals. The pedal stack. From 310, you can hear him adding them. So he stamps on one, stamps on another, and then potentially stamps on another. Then John absolutely rips it up. It's brilliant. What I don't like about this performance is the constant breakdowns that they do. They do it twice this time. Um, you know what I'm talking about when halfway through a verse they'll they'll stop and channel do a little slow roll and they'll get back into it. I've never yeah. liked that. No, no. John does a little trill during the first one, which is nice. Uh, but hell of an outro, hell of an outro, really big. John's getting that feedback involved, going up the amps, which is always good fun. Four thirteen, bit of gibberish from the Swan. Four twenty, the Swan is out and sniffs his armpit. This one takes his top mm, off. He does. Which and sniffs his armpit. Very unsavoury. Yeah. So, so far from this one tonight, we've had a, a smack of the imaginary bum and a sniff of the real pit. Mm, yeah. All in all, what were we saying? That we loved it. Yeah, we loved it. And we loved it all. And if you're listening to this, I'm sure you'll agree that these are exciting times. They've never sounded... Well, they would say they've never sounded this good. They sound fantastic. I'll, I'll refer you back to a certain place in Ireland. 
Yeah, they sound fantastic. They sound better than I certainly could have dreamed of. Yeah, absolutely. I hope that anyone listening is dreaming and seeing the future in a very positive way because this is going to be good. So let's go out in a big way. With a very quiet rendition of Under the Bridge. But what we should do first is, of course, remember to send socials. Write review, give us five stars. If you're not going to give us five stars, don't bother. No. BenTownsMusicHotmail.com if you want to email in, become an ambassador. Badge sent anywhere in the world, potentially with a wax stamp. Yeah, the wax stamp certainly is um, seems to be in the, in, the, uh, in the pipeline. We can't promise you a wax stamp, but it might happen. Deep Dive Pod Network. Yeah. Podcast Network, of course. Massively deep. Deeply dippy. And... I think that's about it, isn't it? So shall we just gently sing under the bridge to each other and gaze into each other's eyes? Well, I'm not going to gaze into your eyes, but I will mm. sing it. Okay, fine. Well, I've got 50% of my dream. One and two and three and four. Sometimes I feel like I don't have a partner. Sometimes I feel like my only friend. Is the city I live in The city of angels Lonely as I am Together we cry I drive on the streets Cause she's my Who I am She sees my 